Here we go. So the recording has begun. <laughs> um, Rachel Murphy, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to be able to talk to you because you are the first person Same. from my world of mental health ERGs that I've actually gotten to talk with. So just background for people listening, Rachel and I uh, created together the first Pinterest employee resource group. Rachel and I have worked together since December. And um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we're also going to talk about her new site, which is called Us and Our Stories, um, which is amazing mental health writing from a Christian perspective. So um, let's get into it, Rachel. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, this is my podcast debut, so... There's no one I'd rather do it more with than you. <laughs> that makes me really <laughs> happy. this together. Yeah. Um, yes, you and I have been definitely in it together. Um, yes. One piece of background about both Rachel and I, we both have generalized anxiety disorder. So we yes. sort of bonded immediately. Can you tell us just a little bit about like just your mental health journey? Yes, of course. I think that's why we work so well together too, because like you said, we know, we know where we're coming from and we get things done very quickly. And so that is definitely something that I've learned on my mental health journey is that I maybe have gotten too much done or taken on too much. And this is something that I thought was more of a lifestyle or a personality trait, really in the beginning. And it wasn't until, um, you know, a few life stresses really kind of exploded that it, it just like shattered and brought to life. Oh, wow. This, this is more than just me, um, over-functioning or being able to take on a lot or getting through my to-do list every day and the normal stresses of life. This is anxiety and this is severe anxiety. And, um, to me, it just, showed up in a way that it propelled me to still have a successful career and relationship and friendships and, you know, life from the outside. Um, And I remember even telling one of my old managers, I finally, you know, how they say, like kind of came out about like, you know, coming, you know, what, how you either, you know, are perceived with mental health or your disorder or anything like that. And my old manager was like, wow, Rachel, I am so surprised. I really thought you were like, you know, not like, and she just kind of paused. And then she made a little like square with her hands. And I'm like, a square? (laughs) And she's like, just so like, you know, put together. And I was like, I don't know if this is a compliment or not. I discovered I have generalized anxiety disorder from going to a psychiatrist who diagnosed me in 30 minutes after a Which is so impressive. You know, story. Yeah, you know that's I the know. opposite of me. So I love that, that I know. So and it, I love that it was so clear too because it just made total sense. And I think it just shows that by that time, I'd already, um, I actually found a notebook where I wrote, I sur- I printed out a paper and I like folded it up and I circled generalized anxiety disorder. And it was a year before I got diagnosed that same month, a year before. And so I was doing research. I kind of had an inkling. So when I went in and was talking about my experience, it was pretty cookie cutter with like, this is like a clear cut 
diagnosis of generalizing anxiety. It's amazing because, um, you know, you'll hear people say like anxiety helps me. It makes me function better, but it's, I love that you use the word over-functioning. Like that sometimes you're pushed to do so much and you feel like you want to, I mean, where does that come from? Like, what is the mechanism that is like driving us to do that? Yeah, it really feels like a propeller in my stomach that just goes. And I remember, so I got over-functioning from a great Brene Brown podcast. I should have known. Which was so good. I know, which I'll send you um, and you can send out later. But it was just very good about how we all either over-function or under-function, under-stress. Um, or in anxious situations. And so that's been more of a newer term for me. But then I just knew that I was able to accomplish like almost way too much. It's when people say like, oh, how do you do it all? And you're like, I don't know. And I'm kind of not doing it all right now. Um, It's kind of falling apart, but it's this anxious like energy that pushes me forward. And so um, when my therapist had said like, where do you feel it? I touched my stomach and I was like, I feel it like it's a pit. Like, and she had me close my eyes and describe how it felt. And I was like, it's just this deep, dark spiraling, like hole, like an abyss. And it's just like sucking me down, but then like propelling me forward. It was just this weird. And I just tears started streaming down my face. It was like this big moment of just like connecting with the actual feeling of anxiety that just feels like that that push, you know, and I, I also described it like a lot of flies in the back of my head. It's kind of like, mm. uh, like I just, a lot of those thoughts, that's kind of when it's not in, in, in a positive way pushing me forward, but it's like all these little flies that would come in like, oh, I haven't heard from my dad today. I wonder if he died. <laughs> you know, like just these, oh, I'm on a train right now. Maybe it'll crash. And, and you know, just these things that just come in as if they're just like, a, oh, the sky's blue today. What a beautiful day. And it just felt like they were all the same normal thought. But to have them over and over and over throughout every day is obviously not normal. And so when that disappeared, when I went on medication, I was just so relieved and also mad I didn't get on it sooner because I'm like, this could have not had to be for, for several more years. But I'm glad, obviously, like that, you know, God's plan was to take me to this place before I got it, before I got to discover that. And, and that journey definitely like made me who I am. And, and I discovered a lot along the way. So, but, but by getting to that point now, I said, it's just like, I have maybe one fly come in and then go out and that's it. And I love this image of the flies. It's so clear. You're a writer. So Rachel is also a writer at Pinterest and it's so clear. You're a writer with your beautiful metaphors and like the idea of like, you can just imagine these flies. I can really like picture an illustration of that so clearly. Yeah. Um, we've yeah. never talked and then about it, just, but, it cleared, you know, it yeah. cleared and the flies, it's just like blue skies. And, and that is the feeling of just like a clearer mind that you don't, a quieter mind that you don't think you can have when you've never had it before. What about so, yeah. the stomach? Like, did that yeah. start to, like, what happened there? Yep. Yeah. A lot of digestive issues later. Um, definitely noticing the correlation between so many physical symptoms of anxiety that I was experiencing. And that's what um, I have a high tolerance for chaotic situations. So growing up in a bit of a tumultuous childhood, there was a lot of chaos around me. And so I had developed all these coping mechanisms 
to stay calm under under the chaotic, traumatic situation and press forward and rise above. And this coping mechanism isn't actually healthy because, you know, I wasn't addressing the feelings that I was having. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're stressed. This is a lot on your body. And I think this is how it's showing up. And so really great to, to connect those things. And then I can name it to tame it, as they say. So I've gotten, you know, changed my lifestyle and diet choices. So that um, I feel a lot better. Is it still like a big abyss? Like, what do you still feel that? Does it like come back? I ask because I have my own. Yes, I know. So for me, it comes back and it's that, um, that hard part about being a woman, but during my hormonal mm, cycle. I know that's so fun. Yeah. That affects oh us so my much. Goodness. I, know, I know. Yes. And it comes so hard. I'm just in a ball on the ground. Like, no. Yeah. It is all the old feelings so again. Heavy. You have all the exactly. old. Exactly. Yeah. It's that wave of old feeling. And that's the hard part is feeling, not feeling it and then feeling it again and being like, um, and then like there's just so many emotions with yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. It is. And then you're, you know, reliving when you got that wound and like how long you lived with that wound. And there's all these, all these different complicated thoughts that flow through when that happens and then just wanting it to disappear again. How does your relationship with um, Christianity fit in? Like we've never talked about it, but it's so important. It's a core part of the site. Like, can you tell me about your history there? Yeah, of course. I really wanted to start a faith a faith based blog because um, my faith has helped me through so many hardships. And so, um, yeah, when I was little, I became a Christian at a puppet show. My mom took me to um, so to church, and I was just like maybe four years old. Of course, didn't understand fully at the time. But my mom is raised um, from a Jewish background and she became Buddhist and was all sorts of different things and and had a a big spiritual journey of her own. And then she became a Christian and we were raised, um, raised going to church. However, our churches weren't always um, the best. So like we went to a couple that were um, non-denominational, really more evangelical and a little bit, um, kind of like out there more. Um, now I actually go to a church that's um, a Presbyterian church, but the difference there is really just that um, at the heart of the message is um, biblical teaching. So it's not, um, you know, what they say is a prosperity gospel or something about, you know, like if you follow God, blessings will come and ha- like, actually the Bible says that you will have, ex- you will experience a lot of suffering in your life but the God of peace will be with you through that. So it just sets up for um, more of a realistic, as something that um, our pastor said that really stuck with me is that like the gospel is hopeful and honest. And so, um, yeah, really just at the core that, um, that Jesus came to, to, you know, rescue us and, um, and he, he is with us now. So that for me is like a, just such a, a hope and a peace that this is um, for the Christian belief. It's this that this is a temporary place on earth and we will have a restored heaven and earth one day um, when he returns. So we can, we can have faith that all of, all of the sorrow, all of the weeping will be washed away and um, 
we will just have peace and hope. And so, um, so yeah, just the, the core of the, the gospel, really Jesus died for our sins and resurrected and in him, we can, um, do all things through him who strengthens us is one of like, um, my favorite verses to rely on when, um, he says, you know, in your weakness, I am strong. So really just talk about the weaknesses of humanity and this present evil age that we live in. Um, and it's not really us versus them. It's that we all, we all have sinned and fallen short and we all have that in us. And so, um, so when he rescues us, you know, we, we can really have an eternal hope that is beyond just the daily circumstances. So for me, for mental health, that's definitely been a core of, of what my North star of what I look to that, you know, this is, um, beyond just my little life here and my little kingdom that I want to build. God's building a bigger kingdom and he has a bigger plan. And, um, and I can hope in that because he created the stars and the moon and us. And so, um, when I'm having, you know, a fit of anxiety or confusion, just knowing that he says, you know, I am with you always. I will never leave you or forsake you. And, um, and I will give you peace that is beyond your understanding. And that is, that's true to just feel that peace is um, really helps, helps me get through everything. As a non-religious person, yeah. one of the things that I've observed, and I wonder oh, if this yeah. rings true for you, is that part of our struggle with mental health is giving mm-hmm. up control, like really yes. accepting, like I am not in control of this. And yes. I've seen a lot of people do that through religion, like different religions, but especially with Christianity, there is a like, and you hear this with AA and like other substance abuse as well. Like you start to learn how to give up. Like this is not, I'm not in charge of this. And I just think there's a lot of resonance there. Does that feel that way too? Absolutely. And it's a struggle because we want control and I want control every day. And, um, so yeah, it is, it's a constant surrender. And, um, like how you said what you just um, were saying, it reminded me of the serenity prayer. Like Absolutely. Like things we can. Yeah. Um, to, what is the, now I just lost the lock. I, I feel like I <laughs> and should And then the know. wisdom to know the difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Thank you. We'll just end on Thank that. Yeah so, yeah. so wisdom, to, oh, to let go of the things we can't, I think. To oh control the things we can. And, um, but yeah, it's that basically is the core. And um yeah, I mean, especially in 2020, like the message of just like, wow, we cannot, we cannot predict what is happening tomorrow. And holy cow, is that true for like this year? But, um, but we can, we can love one another every day and we can have hope and, um, and peace that, that we don't have to, um, to rely on our own control because really we, we don't want to be driving the ship <laughs> when I drive. It's usually, it goes my, when I go, go my own way, it doesn't go the way I want it to in the end. Um, so trusting God's timing, you know, is something that is like a constant, just an act of surrender and trust like you said. Yeah. I just want to read the serenity prayer in case people don't know. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Maybe you got that, mm, yes. <laughs> but I, I no, forgot the it. courage part. You were, yes, I did too. <laughs> 
and the courage is so true, right? I it mean, is the courage. It it does take courage too, yes. and it and it takes a lot of humbling on yes. our part to say I am not in control. You are building a new community, and we are building a community at Pinterest. I'm yes. curious, like, what about community building is important to you? You spend so much time and effort both on your own site and, you know, what we're doing together. Like, what are your goals for those things? Why is that important? Yeah, that's a great question. And thanks for correlating that because I think that's something I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull top of mind, but I've heard a lot of for my, about myself, but I've heard a lot of people say that about me. And it is a really great, um, like thing to be reminded by that. I do love being surrounded by people like yourself who are in, you know, either similar struggles or unsimilar struggles, but we can bond together through, through the love and joy and, um, and strength of community. And so community is, is all over the Bible also. And it's great to just, just know that like, that is how God designed his people to be in community and then in community with him. And so that's exactly how like we thrive and we can survive in, in these types of hard years or even, even when things are going okay. And so um, community is really important. And I think that for me, I was not only inspired by you and what we're building at Pinterest, but wanted to um, just share something that i had been looking for for a long time. And as I have been looking online at um, other mental health resources and things that do exist, knowing that there actually is more out there than I thought when I was just looking for information for myself, as I'm now looking as I'm launching us in our stories, it's encouraging to see how many people are out there and forming communities and, and how much we can all benefit from hearing from each other's stories, sharing our own stories. And absolutely. um, I mean, I think, I think it's great that you have um, your own niche actually, which is like mental health, particularly anxiety and Christianity because um, it is important to find your people, you know, like I, Mm -hmm. there may be a lot of different mental health stuff out there, but it's important to like figure out, how to build your own community within it. Um, do you have a dream of what that would look like? Or is it too new? Because this is like just a f- few weeks old. New. I know it is. Well, I have, um, I do have a mission that is basically what you said. And you know exactly what you said. I was inspired by a, confer- a virtual conference called She Speaks. Mm. And um, it is a Christian women's conference around the country that they, or I guess globally that they do. And I attended it and they said, um, what is your calling? And they did this whole session around your finding your niche and exactly that. Like I was just going to write about my own experience and see, you know, who, who would connect with it. But, um, they're like really zero in on your audience, but then pretend like you're talking to a one person. And so, and what is that, is that person, you know, for me, I, I wanted to then center it down to women and then to, like you said, um, faith-based Christianity. So I have, um, the mission is us and our stories exist to educate, inspire, and empower women around mental health grounded in biblical truth. 
And so, um, so there is like that honesty and that hope and there's those practical tools and resources. And then also again, sharing. And beautiful design. It looks gorgeous. Oh, shout out to our amazing designer um, and, and my good, good friend, Kirsten Wolfert, who did such an incredible job at helping me design this out of the goodness of her heart. And I love her and she's wonderful. So she helped with um, the branding. I absolutely love how she brought it to life. And right now I'm just working on, you know, publishing some more content, writing. One of my next um, articles is going to be how to start a conversation about mental health. Mm, And then I have some on there. Yeah. Around, um, around rest. Uh, around um, what the Bible tells us about anxiety. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to keep exploring like other issues and our topics that I personally want to know myself. So I'm like researching and then sharing personal experience, but also the research part has just been so beneficial for me. I had um, a really hard time the other night with my own anxiety and then I thought, I'm just going to write about it. And it it was so therapeutic for me as well. So it's, I hope that um, other people can connect with it too. And my, uh, my sister's an amazing graphic graphic designer as well. And she works for a um, bookstore and she's, um, it's amazing how she's designed illustrated book covers for Christian books about anxiety and just how we both have come down this path coming from a very, a very strong history of mental illness in our, in our family history. And so um, I want to help partner with, I want to partner with her so she can um, help get some amazing like illustrations out there for people as far as stickers or, um, you know, what have you with, with a shop. So that's a goal with, um, with us and our stories as well. And then having story spotlights. So talking about you or other people's stories um, from all walks of life and all different backgrounds and just what we can learn because we can learn so much from, from everyone. Definitely. I mean, that's why it's so great to have your voice here because I know it's going to resonate with people. I know things that you say really the way it did with me when we first talked, like so much, the way you worded things was so, um, so resonant for me. Tell me this, um, is it unusual to be a religious person in San Francisco? Like, or do you, and in, and, or in tech? Yes, to both. (laughs) Yes, to both. It really is. And it took us a long time to find a great church in the area because it was hard. It was hard. And so, um, we have an amazing church called Grace that is down in Palo Alto, Grace Silicon Valley. And, it's just so awesome. I have a faith and mental health group there that another guy started. And since I've taken over to go virtual, it's been amazing. They are so outspoken on so many great topics that just, um, that, that just our, our pastors just really so real. And, um, so we are so, so glad that we found this community within the Bay Area, especially in tech, it is hard. And so there's actually, we have a small Christian group inside of um, Pinterest and we're starting, I think it's a Pinterest group <laughs> with all the pin puns. So um, across all different religions, but it is, it is, it is. And so what's nice is when you find a community 
that um, a community of believers that you can really just talk real with is so great. And um, with something that our pastor always says is like, you know, God works in the messiness, the messier, the better. And I'm like, yes. Is there any topic that's you want to bring up that you don't have another place to talk about? I guess I would ask, I wanted to ask you, as I'm launching this, what is something that, what is something that I could provide to people maybe that, because my, because the the goal of us in our stories is to be for both Christians and non-Christians to find hope, practical tools, resources, education around mental health. What is something that you would look for that, that might um, provide you with? you know, either some hope or a different perspective or... You know what I'm always interested in is I want to know what other people are finding useful. So if you had, if you did like a weekly list or monthly list that was like, here are the top things that people in the community are using, I would love that. Be it like books, TV shows, whatever. Um, Yeah new ideas, quotes, like anything that sort of bubbles up what has resonated with larger groups of people. That's what I'm always interested in, in seeing. Cause that always opens my eyes. It could be new apps. I mean, just always opens my eyes to new stuff that's happening. Yes. I love that. That's so good. Thank you. I want to start now either a weekly list or top things. Yes. On my mind. Yes. Especially with you know, like this woman I talked to last week is so great. Her name is Cassie, Cassie Clark. She is a mental health blogger in Fayetteville and North Carolina. And she just has a, she has access to all these other ideas, like different world, like what it's like in the South. And I think the coolest thing is just hearing from other perspectives about this is what's happening in my community. This is what people are talking about. And like, the idea that we could connect all those people together is just very powerful to me. I don't know exactly. I mean, that's the goal of beautiful Voyager is like connecting these learnings, you know? Yes, absolutely. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I, one thing that actually reminded me of one reason I really wanted to start us in our stories is someone um, at my church told me she was struggling with postpartum depression. And she's like, I just wish there was, a place I could go that understood from how I believe how to get through this. And like, just like you said, that niche perspective of, okay, I'm struggling with this. This is what I believe. And then here are other people in the same boat. And wow, that can be so powerful. That's so powerful. That is so powerful. And that is the one thing that um, technology really has given us is access to all of these different voices. It's just a matter of like putting them together and organizing them. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, The other thing that I always ask people, and if you don't have one obvious, it's, that's totally fine, is what is your latest win? Like what is something that has been really positive for you recently? Great question again. And I love focusing on the win because um, I mean, I would say launching us in our stores, finally getting out there has been such a win because it has been as a perfectionist and overthinker, I, you know, kind of kept it on the back burner unpublished for a long time. Oh, I'll get to it writing a little bit here and there. And then finally just putting, pressing that button to go live and publishing it 
just felt so great. I mean, it was just like, I was just looking at the screen myself and it's live and I was like, feeling that is such a good yeah. feeling to like have it be in the universe that's how I felt when the book was published yes. I was like I can't believe this it's has happened there. like it's there it's out there <laughs> and your book is right here on mm-hmm. my bookshelf in the color so cute look at those color it. combination I, I just did the one shelf so <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rachel, thank you so much for this. I have loved talking to you. I love working with you. It's so important to have these conversations. So I am so beyond happy to be talking with you. Thank you, Rachel.